Blog Talk Radio. It's all piano. It's 
been out for a little while now. Get it if you don't have it. It's really good. Blue Note Ridge, Roger Powell. Mm-hmm. And B.B. Buell, mother of Liv Tyler, former girlfriend of Todd Runger back in the 70s, has a CD out called Air Kisses for the Masses. You can get that online as well. Mm-hmm. Just do a Google for them. CD Baby, I'm sure, iTunes, all that good stuff. Yeah. You yeah. can find it. All right. right. I like that name, Air Kisses for the Masses. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, masses. it's very clever. <laughs> yeah. No need to feed the masses, just kiss them. That's right. Could be better. It could. I mean, it could be worse. It could be Air Kisses for the Asses. Mm. I wish we had a sound effect that just went, oh. Uh, not funny. All right, so speaking of productions, which those two things are, Rungren Radio has got a new YouTube out. you got to check it out. If you haven't, just go to Rungren Radio when you go to YouTube, and it is the clip of the AWOTS parts from a Detroit radio station, WDET, their interview with Mr. Rungren on July the 2nd. It's really cool, and it's a fun video because it's got lots of pictures. You will get a kick out of it, I think. It is. It's very cute, Doug. There you go. All right, so that's all the announcements that we have. Todd's not on tour. Arena is over. He said at the Chicago gig that it's probably over for a while. They've been doing it for a year. And they pretty much said, uh, you know, they could bring it back on surprise, but didn't sound like that was going to be the case. So we'll see what's next for Todd Rundgren. We know well, we do have something. We know about something that's next for Todd Rundgren. Oh, yeah, dog. We've got to tell about that one. That is very exciting. I'm really excited about this. Give it up. Uh He's going to be on, what is it called, Live from Daryl's House, Daryl Hall's show that he's got online? That is correct, Live from Daryl's House, August the 15th. It's being recorded tomorrow, so it's not really technically live. It's a recording of a live show. How about that? Yeah, yeah I mean, I wonder if people can, can go to that, you know, to the taping or whatever. I don't know how you get to be a guest, but they do have guests. I've seen it. I've seen the show. I saw it uh, one time they had... You can go online, it runs 24-7, whatever the current show is from last Wednesday. And it's, uh, or from, I don't know what day they launch them, Wednesday or Thursday, whatever day it starts it, but uh, they play it all the time. And it looks like it's a real small, maybe 50 people room, but it's from his house. And I guess he has a studio in his house type deal. And him and whoever he has with him, they, they swap songs, they sing each other's songs. Sometimes they sing together sometimes. I mean, talk about... A great combo. Two guys that have some serious, serious Billy Soul in them, or at least Soul in them. Uh, it's going to be something else and something different, and I'm very excited about watching that. It'll be on uh, the 15th. I believe the show first airs at night, like 7 or 8 or something, and then it just stays on 24-7 um, until the next show. Mm-hmm. Cool, huh? August 15th of '09 is when you can be able to see that. Yeah, Daryl Hall. We had John Oates on the show. We're still chasing Daryl Hall. He actually joined Facebook. So if you haven't seen him on there, you may want to join. I don't know if it's really him or not, but you never know. Right. You never know. Okay, are we done teasing? Nope. Okay. Let's talk about Akron first. Okay. Hey, what's Akron? Here's the deal. First of all, let's talk about Sunday night and Monday night, I guess. But let's... Give a little thanks to some of our peeps that have helped us. I guess this is kind of our street team to steal a term from Miss Lynn at MySpace. I call them pimps because when you're pimping, you're a pimp, right? 
So they've been pimping AWOS for us. Michelle Kay hooked us up over in the Michigan show. Lois hooked us up at the Infinity Hall Connecticut show. Nan and Jan were all over Akron. I don't know if you've seen their photos, but they're really cool. They're on MySpace and Facebook. And uh, Jan's going to help us with some flyers over in the Cleveland market for the second gig. Jim Snyder, of course, helped us in Chicago. Whitney helped us in Chicago. Marianne helped us in San Francisco. Bridgie Girl helped us at the Trout in Buffalo. Susan Perrin helped us out, I believe, in Chicago, and MJ in Chicago. So we had, I'm sure, some other people as well. Sorry if I left you out. I think the War Wilds were in Chicago. They probably pimped it too. But they were talking up A-Watts. Believe it or not, a lot of Todd fans were not aware of it, and they were educated, and hopefully they will come join us for this massive event because it's not just a gig. It is an event, and it is going to be off the hook. Off the chain, man. Yeah, speaking of, what's that? And it just gets better. Gets better all the time. There's always more. Jim Snyder, Hillage, who we just talked about, he will be setting up at the party Saturday, the Rungan Radio Birthday Bash 2, which is the day before the first ever AWATS gig in Akron. It is. He's going to set up some collector stuff that he's going to sell. He's got duplicates of things. He'll be selling them for what he paid for them. Anybody else wants to set up stuff and do something like that, just let us know via email, rungrenradioearthlink.net. We're very flexible. As a matter of fact, we have added a couple of weeks ago, MJ is going to do a webcam, streaming webcam of the party. So if you're not there, you can watch and check us out. Of course, Dr. Dr. Toons, our yeah. buddy's going to be setting up all kind of stuff. A lot of people think this thing's going to be a concert, but it's not really. We're going to... We'll have some music going, and we'll have some musicians playing on occasion. But, of course, our first couple hours are going to be getting reacquainted with people that you met before, whether that be Toddstock or other concerts, and, you know, just socializing, having a good time. And, of course, probably taking some adult beverage to get the nerve up to do some singing and playing for some people anyway, especially if we do karaoke-type stuff. But, yeah, this party is for anybody going to this gig. You're welcome to come to this party. It's free. There will be a cash bar, though. You're on your own for purchasing beverage if you want some. But there will be some hors d'oeuvres and entertainment. And just email us if you're interested in it. We'll tell you how to sign up. If you know us, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool. We don't care. It's all about getting Todd fans together. we got at least 300 to 400 signed up already. So it's going to be a really big party and a lot of fun. Where else are you going to get together with that many people that get Todd? Other than a concert. <laughs> Good point. Yep. I mean, other than a concert, but, you know, this is a, a a party, more of a social event where you really actually get to spend time with other fans and talk about their stories and all that good stuff. And yeah. get to see some of them entertain you, and you may even get involved in entertainment. Who knows? Yeah. Fun, huh? That's right. That's, and that's Saturday night? September? Saturday night, the 5th. Mm-hmm. In so, action. Okay. So well, then we, we fast forward to Sunday night. Well, let's talk about Saturday one more time. we got less than 50 tickets. They're going to be gone. Bank on it. Next Rundgren Radio Show. My money says we'll be announcing a sellout. It's probably going to sell out before then, but, you know, we only do a show once a week. So <laughs> Tuesday we'll celebrate. If it's not, I will be completely shocked. Based on the run rate we have of tickets selling, et cetera, it's going to be over. So then the focus is going to switch to the second show. We've already booked it Monday night. In Akron, A-Watch 2, you need to stick around for this show. Of course, of course. Yep. I mean, I just really don't understand how anyone could be in Akron for the <laughs> first show 
and not go to the second one. So step it up, people. Yeah, I'm sure there's some legitimate excuses, but they, you know, uh, if there's any way you can make it, I stick around because I really do still believe that some people are going to spend seventy-five to a hundred dollars changing their flights because they're going to be blown away Sunday night, and they're going to stick around for Monday. I mean, you're going to have all those fans there that you know that you're going to meet and party with Saturday night. You're going to see Todd perform this for the first time ever on Sunday. You seriously think you're going to walk away Monday from all those friends and family, if you will, the Todd community, and go home and miss Todd and Roger Powell and Chasm and Prairie and Jesse and Greg Hawks? Come on, man. You're kidding yourselves. (laughs) Anyway, that's all right. We're going to have that show. It's going to be a blast. We will be there Tuesday, uh, Monday night. That is September the 7th, so we'll be cranking up efforts on that one soon. Uh, you'll see some ads. We're going to do some ads in the Cleveland Plain Dealer and it's the Cleveland scene again. If anybody wants to help us put flyers up, we, we wouldn't mind doing that in some of the areas outside of Cleveland. For the folks who don't know about this, in places like Columbus, uh, Toledo would be good, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania, um, what else is close? Buffalo, I think, is close. Red, you've got some people at the trough. Yeah, Buffalo's close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cleveland, of course. Yeah, lots of fans that need to get this because it's shaping up. It looks like this is going to be, of course, obviously it's going to be the only week with Roger and maybe the only week, period. And we're going to talk about that some next, so let's do it. What is the big announcement that you have Miss Cruiser Mail, that's been killing you. Well, man, I've just been having to just bite my tongue here. All right. Okay, everybody. Is everybody listening? All right. You too. I'm talking to you too. Okay. All right. There will be a Rundgren Radio Presents AWATS 3 on Wednesday, September 9th. And where's it going to be, Doug? Stanford, Connecticut at the Palace. That's right, folks. Another AWATCH gig. This is the third ever. It's Wednesday in Stanford, Connecticut at this gorgeous theater called the Palace. So here's some a tidbit for you. <laughs> your little your little children getting all excited. <laughs> Up. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Here's the video. We are privy to information that we know where the best odds are for the rest of this week to go for AWATS. And I'm going to tell you right now, I will guarantee it. This is as close to New York and Boston as it's going to get. So if you're a New Yorker, you can be there typically. If it's New York, New York, I believe it is from LaGuardia area you can be there in an hour there's also the train that gets there it gets pretty close to this venue it's a 15 minute walk i think from there maybe or a one minute cab ride stanford connecticut check it out the palace or what do they call it now the stanford center or the center for the performing arts center for the performing arts mm-hmm. so i know some of you are going why there well a couple reasons why not yeah, that's one reason. Another is it's close to New York, but it's not New York. The problem with New York is there's a lot of, let's see, how shall I phrase this? There's a lot of BS that goes on trying to get a venue and dealing with situations there. It's just a lot of work, a lot of hassle that's just not necessary when you can go right down the road. No offense to New York people. It's not you. It's the process. 
and you can have this great venue. Neil Ludican, actually, who was a Todd Stocker, I was talking to him on the phone. He said, check this venue out. It's really nice. And I fell in love with it at first sight. It's almost 1,600, so it's going to be almost right at about 1,000 less than Akron. So uh, hopefully if sales go well, it'll sell out pretty fast. That's a... um, not near as big as Akron, which is going to be sold out with you know about 2,500 seats for the first show. So there it is, folks. Stanford, Connecticut. That's all that is officially booked right now that we know of. I know they're working on some more. I got an idea where they're going to be, and it ain't going to be New York City, and it ain't going to be Boston. So you folks come see us in Stanford, Connecticut. Cruiser Mail. We don't know when tickets are going to go on sale yet, but we will be announcing that all over the place as soon as we get that ready and figured out. I would say, what do you think, maybe next week after the radio show, we announce it on the radio show and do it on that following Wednesday maybe or do it on a weekend. What do you think, Cruiser Mel? Well, you know what's scary here is, uh, and I know this is going to upset a ton of people out there, Uh-oh. but I'm not going to be with you guys next week. Ooh. Yeah, so that means, unfortunately, I have to leave total control up to you, Doug, to when you announce this and start off the ticket sale. Well, I have been called a control freak, so I'm sure I can handle it. That's right. There you well, go. I'm passing it over to you. You've Thank got you permission. So Very good. We'll figure it out. Uh, we will get some ticket information soon. We're building the seating chart now. The good news on this one, which also could be bad news for us, it depends on how things go, we're going to be all on our own on marketing this thing because there will be no tickets on Ticketmaster. 100% of the tickets will be on our rungrenradio.tix.com site, which actually will, um, well, we may change that address since that's going to be a, well, I guess you can pick the show, yeah. So that will be on that site, and you'll be able to uh, pick your seat because we'll have a seating chart just like we have for Akron, which is a nice benefit. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Yeah, it's a really, it's a it's a beautiful venue, and... It, it's another one of these ones that looks like there's not going to be a bad seat in the whole place. No, so. the, the upstairs is is really cool. I mean, just go look at it. You can actually take a virtual tour on the website, and uh, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, I love this venue. I'm very excited about this gig, and the venue is what pretty much sealed the deal as soon as I saw it. So I think we're going to have fun, and then we're, uh, let's see, that's going to be it. You've got West Coast. Sorry, folks, they're not even looking at that right now. Nope. So they're gonna everything that they're looking at is in that vicinity, I would say, you know, within five to six hours. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving up my day job, Poe Boy says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That'd be nice though. This would be this is a pretty fun gig. <laughs> I am taking that week off because 'cause I'm all they got when they book other gigs I'm going. That's right. I think they will. So anyway, let's see. Um, we've got three. We've got three right now that we do kn- all know about. They happen to all be Rungern radio gigs. Thank and you. And then two much. overseas, of course, next year. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm talking about here in the States and for that first week there. Yep. Sorry, um, Michelle K. Detroit ain't happening. But, of course, yes, they are going to be taking this show across the pond to London and Amsterdam yep. in February, right? That is correct. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. I think sales are going pretty good for that UK show. I'm not sure about Amsterdam, but I'm, that's like a thousand people. I think that'll probably sell out no problem. It's a big one in um, in, in the UK, but it's doing pretty well from what I can tell. It's hard to tell with these things, you know. But it looks like they're doing great, 
And we know they got a good fan base there, so I'm sure it'll do fine. But let's see. If this Stanford, Connecticut gig goes well, then that may entice some other promoters and maybe even entice us to do some more. In places like Texas, as we're getting cheered on to do Texas, we did look at, um, let's Fort see, Fort Worth. Fort yeah, Worth. we liked it. San Antonio had a good venue. Austin, of course. Yeah, but, you know, we got to see how these do first. And we definitely got to get um, Stanford and Akron 2 knocked out first. So we'll see how that goes and see what happens. So there you go. Yeah, and, and we're talking about the week that Roger Powell is with the band. That's really important. True that. True that. So sorry, West Coasters. Sorry. Well, I would say sorry to the Midwesterners, but I guess Akron sort of is in the Midwest. But sorry to the Southerners at this point. Um Better better buy your ticket to Akron and Connecticut. That's right. So very exciting. We're thrilled, guys. We're we're thrilled that we're able to bring you a third show. Woohoo! Yee! All right. So enough pimping. That was our twenty. How long was that? Twenty-two minute commercial. <laughs> we are ready to get the show rolling. Let's take a commercial break. Oddly enough, and we'll be back. And we'll start doing some covers for A Watts for your entertainment value. And then stick around because we're going to have a really cool replay of a show about Deface the Music, the Utopia album. Appreciate Michelle Rundgren being on. She's going to hang with us, I think. On Rundgren Radio, Radio, Radio. Yeah, we deteriorated here to, like, talk about choppers. Hey, that's good. (laughs) EJ, let me think of something. Hey, Michelle, how about a real quick, um, you're listening to RungrenRadio.com. This is Michelle Rundgren or something like that. Don't listen to Rungan Radio. It's really good for your health. Okay, wait, i got to do it again. Don't listen to Rungan Radio. Doug can corrupt your life. All right, how about that? Good stuff. Let's move on to some covers now. i tell you what. I listen to some of these and I go, God help us if I have to hear this kind of stuff at the Akron party. Hey, now. And then some of it I always do go, that would be really cool to hear at the Akron party. But we're going to let you judge for yourself what you think about these. So let's figure out where shall we start, Cruiser Mel. Why don't we try to do something that we haven't done yet. And that would be, I don't think we've played anything from the CD, Still There Is More. So let's start. This is Sometimes I Don't Know What to Feel. It's a very unique version. I believe it's. This, if I'm thinking right, this is a heavy metal Uh-oh. kind of deal. It's kind okay. of a metal metal version. Bang your about... head. <laughs> yep. Uh, let me make sure I got that one on here. Do, 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 do. Uh, here we go. This is by Blanche Camp. This is Sometimes I Don't Know What to Feel, his interpretation. This is a cover from the album Still There Is More, a tribute to Todd Rundgren, part two.
All right, wow. children, do not try that at home. <laughs> That's all I could think of for that one. That guy, that guy really sounded kind of like he's holding a grudge against the guy that drove over his dog. Yep, I, Jay said it sounded like Gene Simmons in the background. I would have to agree. There's some, there's some kiss in that. Um, okay. You don't see it? You didn't hear it? Well, I'm not that that you know versed on kiss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's another different one, another interpretation of somebody, how to do just one victory. This oh. one is by Robbie Freeman. It's from the same CD, a tribute to Todd Rundgren, Part 2, called Still There Is More. Check this one out, folks. Just one victory. Ooh. We've been so long.
Rushing the stage for that at the end of a Todd gig and just raising hell. <laughs> Christmas lights, the whole deal, man. People singing and chanting and waving their hands in the air and lighters and blackberries. Beautiful <laughs> stuff. Hey, I thought I, I really did like the ending when they, oh, yeah. they moved into the canon in D. That was nice. <laughs> I liked the end, too. Yeah. But for a different reason, because it was over. Right. <laughs> we got to have a gong for Saturday night in Akron. Sorry, dude. No. I'm sorry, uh, Robbie. I mean, you know, well, individuals I, I have their own taste. That ain't my style there. Th- yeah, this now gives everybody permission to go ahead and sing karaoke <laughs> Saturday night <laughs> in Akron because we can do better. All right. So let's move on and do a little Japanese. Then we'll go back to a tribute from... Americanos. Okay. So this is Tick 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 by Takayuki Shirashi. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
Not quite the same as the tick 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 I'm used to, but you know. But it's kind of cool. It really is. Well, you know, for people, I've seen a lot of conversation about people wanting Todd to change it up a little bit. Be careful what you wish for, people. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. All right, stick around, people, if you're not enjoying the music, or even if you are, we got a good second hour with Deface the Music special that's really cool. You're going to like it. All right, so let's do another Japanese version, shall we? Okay. Now, the, all these songs that we've been playing are actual fans of Todd, right? That's correct. Okay. All right. They're not just, you know, professional musicians that happen to like the song and read No, these were fan-based CDs. Okay. Okay. All right, so here we go. This is... Another one from Japan, Hiroshi Takano. This is international feel, which is quite fitting. That was nice. That was pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Not bad. 
according to Mr. Lender, this guy was produced by Todd. If it's the same guy I'm thinking about, I have a couple of his CDs that somebody sent me that Todd had produced. Oh, really? He was popular. Okay. He was a big-time Todd fan. I think he was. I think they gave him a lot of press in the Utopia Times back in the day, but I'm not 100% on that. Uh, right. Takano. Takano. Yep. Okay, so this one we've heard before on one of our other shows, but I think it's hysterical. This is not Cruiser Mo laughing. It's not me singing or talking. This is You Don't Have to Camp Around by a band called the Homo Sapiens. This is also from the Japanese tribute. Remember that one, Cruiser? I think so, yep. All right, well, let's check it out, see if you have some deja vu. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy don't like it, mommy still wonders, sweet boy, but you're allowed to try it, and I point the fingers, sweet boy, but I'm still wonder what it means, boy, you hold your wrist so limply, you don't have to. Yeah, we got a few more, and then we got a really cool 
Deface the Music Show. Do you want to listen through the phone? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. All right, cool. We'll keep you muted then, and we'll uh, hang with us, man. we got a okay. ways to go. All right, All right, take care. Here we go. Thanks for calling, man. All mm-hmm. right, cool. Abner's got a great ad for us for Cleveland Plain Dealer, and uh, we'll post it on our blog page eventually. It's, it's. I mean, I knew when I saw it, it was good to go. It's going to be good for us in the cruiser mount. Yes, it is. It's very nice. Very yeah. eye-catching. Yep. Uh, Black and white, uh, vertical, you know, about the size of a ruler, I guess. Very nice. Yeah. All right. So this is another Japanese version song. This is Does Anybody Love You by Tomofumi Suzuki. That's right. Just like the motorcycle. cars and motorcycles. Suzuki. Tomofumi Suzuki. Does Anybody Love You? Because the love between the ugly is the most beautiful love of all. in Japan, they do, and rightly so. Why is it that they all get it, and yet there's just this little little cult following here in the States? (laughs) How about that comment from Todd about over in the U.K. or overseas, they're getting into his electronica, and they're using quotes from a wizard for some of their music. Yeah, really? Kind of weird, wild, good. 
They were probably, I guess, listening to their parents' records or something. And, you know, they just don't make music like they used to anymore, so they, they have to go back to the classics. That's true. That is so true. All right. What else do we have in the queue? We have two more songs to go. Okay. And, you know, speaking of that subject you just brought up, I was watching Billy Bob Thornton on Bill Meyer's show the other day, and he was talking about, I want to say it was 1978. He said, name 10 artists from 1978 on that will be recognized as you know, classic musicians like an Elvis or the Beatles, those type of bands. And mm-hmm. I don't think there were many, or if any at all. Maybe a couple. You two, and he named one other maybe. And some people, and a couple of the ones that were mentioned were really, they started pre-78. Music oh, has changed. Oh, yeah. He listed at least 25 off the top of his head. You know, Johnny Cash, Elvis, the Beatles. I mean, just went on and on and on about people pre-78. But after that... A little bit different. So there you go. That's my tidbit for the day off subject. Okay. All right, so we got two songs. This is from For the Love of Todd. This is the I think this is the first tribute album to Todd that was done by fans. Third Rock Records or Third Lock Records in Charlotte, North Carolina put it out. This one is I Don't Want to Tie You Down by Bill Lloyd. Oh, so I love here we go. You love what? I love this song. It's a pretty one. Here we go.
This is Eric Gardner. You're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. All right, Cruiser Mal, how about that one? That was a good little version of I Don't Want to Tell You Now. That really was. That was that would that would get the gold star from me for tonight. And it looks like a lot of people in the chat room like that one too. All so, right. Yeah. There's one more competitor. Really? International Field by Mitch Easter from the same album for the Love of Todd. Mm. That will wrap up our covers of A Watch songs. And then we'll be back. We'll give a Quick summary of announcements, and then we will start up with DeFace. Good idea.
Oh. Oh, busted. Whoops. <laughs> All right, we got a couple minutes for the second hour, so let's knock it out. We did talk yeah, we to me on Daryl Hall. Live from Daryl Hall's house or Daryl's house. Live from Daryl's house, right? Live from Daryl's house, August eighth, August fifteenth. Fifteenth. That's going to be kick butt. And we have announced that we're going to do the third AWOT show is going to be in Stamford, Connecticut, on September the ninth at the Palace Theater, also known as the Center for Performing Arts. Yes, the Stamford Center for Performing Arts. And you'll just have to stay tuned for when tickets are going to go on sale for that. Yep. Check out ToddFestWest.com. If you're interested in that, there's a new Rungan Radio YouTube out. Check us out. And we got AWOTS Akron 1 and 2, of course. Akron 1 will be sold out by next week, no doubt about it. Less than 50 tickets remain. AWOTS 2, tickets are now available. Akron Monday night, Labor Day. Be there or be square. That's right. So now what do we got going on? All right, so now what we're going to do is this is a special on Deface the Music by a radio, online radio show, mbyradio.com. This is called Just Four Guys. That's the group that did it. They have different shows. Ah, oh, this is awesome. And they did an entire hour devoted to Deface the Music because their show is Beatles-based, and they thought it was cool. It is. It's a good one. In case you guys haven't heard it, stay tuned because it really is good. Yeah, they did a real nice job. You'll get to hear all of the songs from Deface the Music, Utopia, of course, and you'll get their spin on them and how they relate to the Beatles. And we'll catch you next week. We do have a guest next week, and we'll keep you informed on that. Well, I won't be here, but you guys have a great two weeks till I come back. All right. Peace out, Cruiser. Man. Have a good one. Okay. Thanks. See you, everybody. Here comes the show. Now, yesterday and today, our theater's been jammed with newspapermen and hundreds of photographers from all over the nation, and these veterans agree with me that the city never has witnessed the excitement stirred by these youngsters from Liverpool who call themselves the Beatles. Now, tonight, you're going to twice be entertained by them. Right now, and again in the second half of our show, ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! That's
us as an excuse to go mad. The world did, and then blamed it on us. Welcome to Just Four Guys, the only Beatles show that gives a metaphorical half a peace sign to bad Beatle covers. I'm Ray Whitaker. It said that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. It's true. That is, if the imitation is at least reverent of the original. So when it comes to anyone covering a Beatle tune, don't bogart that reverence, all right? Very rarely can an artist enter the Beatle realm and emerge relatively unblemished. Of the few that have, Neil Innes, the man who wrote the music for and performed with the Runnels, the Eric Idle project from the late 70s, and Todd Rundgren. And since I've already done a Ruddle show, my focus today is on an album Todd and his band Utopia released in late 1980, just weeks before John Lennon died. The name of the album is called Deface the Music. And while Neil Innes parodied the Beatles beautifully with his original tunes and bent lyrics, Todd and Utopia tributize the Beatles. And as you probably surmised from the tune you heard at the beginning of today's show, I just want to touch you. So I want to hold your hand, obviously. There are 12 more tunes on Deface the Music, and not one of them is over 3 minutes and 38 seconds long, so you're going to get to hear them all. Some are blatant. And some you're going to have to think about a moment to match it up with the corresponding Beatle tune. I'm going to go chronological. Next one is called Crystal Ball. Well, Revelation. I've heard it all. I don't need a crystal ball, but I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. 
she's gone, I can't go on Feeling two foot small Everywhere people stare Each and every day I can see them laugh at me And I hear them say Hey, you've got to hide your love away Hey, you've got to hide your love away How can I even try Could she say to me, love will find a way Gather round all you clowns, let me hear you say Hey, you've got to hide your love I didn't think I could go too far into the show without playing an actual Beatle tune, did you? I mean, I do have my mental health to consider. Not going to be playing many Beatles songs throughout the show, but here and there, where it's appropriate, and where I can get away with it. You've got to hide your love away. The seeming inspiration for Utopia is where does the world go to hide? You know, you got to love Todd Rundgren's musical sensibilities, because instead of going acoustic on that one, which would have been easy and maybe even logical... He made it more up-tempo and broke out the 12-string, double-cutaway, fire-burst Rickenbacker. Same kind George used during the Hard Day's Night era. Also, Crystal Ball, possibly a tip from the energy and anxiousness of John's help. At least that's what it alludes to in the liner notes of the CD sleeve. You can draw from it what you will. Concentrating on the album Deface the Music. As I mentioned earlier, it was released in the beginning of November 1980. In a month's time, we would all be mourning the loss of John Lennon. Timing could not have been worse for the album's release, but Todd and Utopia probably could have cared less in the days immediately following that day. The music-buying public pretty much ignored it, snapping up John's double fantasy instead, and for good reason. But after the hurt began to fade, Beatle fans began to migrate away from the Beatles section and the solo Beatles section and toward the R and U album sections and noticed Deface the Music. The cover alone is very friendly to Beatle fans. If you've not seen it, look it up online. Or, how about this, go to an actual record store to reminisce, if you can find it. And while you do that, let's go to cut four of Deface the Music. This is Silly Boy.
minor chord endings. Beatles used to do that a lot in the early days. Loved them. That was Alone from Utopia's Deface the Music. And Todd Rundgren stepped back from the mic this time. And Utopian bassist Kasim Sultan had vocal responsibilities on that one. Sounded like a combination of And I Love Her, Till There Was You, and Girl. At least to me. Could be wrong. Should mention that Deface the Music tributizes the Beatles only up till the Sgt. Pepper Magical Mystery Tour era. Todd felt that the Beatles' music became a bit too fractured after that. I kind of see that. Kind of, sort of. Did seem like they were a cohesive unit right up to that point. From the White Album on, for being honest, they were four solo Beatles who happened to be playing on each other's individual contributions. That ain't as much as said so. Anyway, onward. There'll be no mystery about the inspiration for this one.
This is just exponential enjoyment here. Heard this album when it first came out when I was a senior in high school. Loved it then. Sounds even better today. In order, that's not right. Very eight days a week. And the day tripper like with a dash of I want to tell you, sprinkled in for good measure, and take it home. You know, musicians and songwriters like Todd Rundgren are the kind you just shake your bloody head at. Because they're so scary talented, they can do just about anything. And I'm saying this because this album, Deface the Music, came together in the course of just a few weeks. And we're talking late 1980 here. The bygone days of cranking out an album in that amount of time went by the wayside for the Beatles back in 65. But in order to capture the spirit of the Beatles, they just went for it. They got the inspiration for the songs, wrote them, recorded them, and promoted the album. They even went so far as to sport the similar suits the Beatles wore in the early days. They did a video out of the old Shindig show, ran from limo to venue, from venue to limo, and they just had a whole lot of fun throughout the process. This next one, track eight, if you're keeping track, is supposedly some odd little tribute to Ringo, whom Todd would tour with in later years. This is Hoy Palloy. Oh, uh-huh. 
and utopia tunes that could very easily be picked out of a lineup down at Apple headquarters. And being the Beatle fan that you are, I'm not going to insult you by stating the obvious. But if you're not quite sure what Beatle tunes they parallel, well, you have yourself a listening party later on. After the show's over, please. Life Goes On and Hoi Polloi from one of the ultimate Beatle tributization albums, Utopia's Deface the Music. Among the many fascinating little factoids about this album was that there was the very real threat of being sued by the Beatles for copyright infringement. As far as I know, it didn't happen. But in the 70s and 80s, it was Lawsuit City in the Beatle camp, something that was uh, masterfully parodied in Eric Idle's Ruddles movie a few years earlier. But the guys in Utopia figured, hey, we get sued, we get sued. That's nothing but a positive when it relates to album sales, being big believers in the whole even bad press is good press thing. We've got four more cuts to get to from Deface the Music, but first things first, we're going to see what's emerging from the pool. You're listening to Just Four Guys. Let's see what's coming from the pool these days. The Beatle Gene Pool. Danny Harrison, George and Olivia's only child, will be 30 years old this year. And already this guy has gone through some serious moments in his life. Even at birth he had a task ahead of him, learning how to be a Beatles kid. Lucky for him, though, he had parents who were extremely grounded. They knew where they came from, you know, not always wealthy and famous. They were faithful and always, and knew they held sway on the world stage and never abused that position. And it seems that Danny learned all these lessons really well. The one lesson that would have gladly come much, much later in his life was the passing of his father. Everything you read about his and George's relationship is nothing short of beautiful. And while he didn't immediately migrate to the family business, he went to college to study physics and industrial design at Brown University in Rhode Island. His genetics finally caught up with him, and he's now this natural multi-instrumentalist. And apart from playing with his dad on a few things, as well as being a part of the band for the concert for George, he now has his own band called The New Number Two. They put out an EP not too long ago, which you can get through iTunes, and it's nothing like you might expect from George Harrison's son. It's even better. It's original. It's got substance. I'm going to play a few from the new number two. This first one is called Say.
Number two, Danny Harrison's project, along with Oily Hex, Say, and Lord, Lord. And you had Amanda Butterworth in there providing some really beautiful vocals to color things up even more. And yeah, he does sound a lot like George, doesn't he? But he's carved out his own thing. Really happy for these guys. And they just released another track called Another John Doe, which will be available on iTunes pretty soon. But you can listen to it right now on the new number two MySpace page. So that's what's dripping wet from the pool this week. We'll take a gander at Zach Starkey next week. Let's get back to the rest of Utopia's Deface the Music on Just Four Guys.
at the edge of the world, the sun pouring down, we must be heading home. I completely agree, I've just been waiting for the right west to come. come to me. The very last track on Deface the Music, Everybody Else is Wrong. Had a little fun with that one on the end. If the Beatles or ATV music didn't come after Utopia on that one, then it was just sheer over-litigation ease or malaise that prevented them from doing so because Neil Innes of the Ruddles wasn't so lucky a few years earlier. Also, the Fool on the Hill Honey Pie combo, All Smiles, 
Always late and feel too good. Another palm slap of the obvious to the forehead with that opening riff. So there you go. Todd Rundgren and Utopia's Deface the Music. Short, sweet, and sentimental. If you don't own it, please don't download a song here and a song there. Like any Beatles album, please just get the whole thing, even if you're downloading. Because there is a modicum of sacrilege to um, defacing the album by breaking up the family of songs, especially if it's Beatle-related. So when the day comes that the Beatles catalog gets to iTunes, remember... Friends don't let friends download just one Beatle tune at a time. It's all or nothing. Going to end the show with a few from Todd's 1976 album, Faithful, two very choice Beatle covers. I'm Ray Whitaker. Thanks so much for listening to Just Four Guys. Let me take you down